Today I have the privilege of getting to know someone new. I love those. You know, it's like this clean slate, a blank canvas, and then we get to picture and colour it in. So we're getting to know Letitia Kay today. Hello, Letitia. How are you doing? Hi, Janine. It is so, so, so good to speak to you and such a privilege. And I am, yeah, I'm so excited. Well, I'm curious about you first. Before we jump into the fact that you've got a very unique voice and you had something to say to the tune of a brand new book, Keeping the Joy, we have to find out who you are as a person. Like, introduce yourself, personality, what you do for a living family, you know, the, the normal stuff. Yes. Who are you? Amen. Okay. I, where do I start? <laughs> I think, let me start at, I am a worship leader at um, my local church called CRC for the last 12 years. Um, I am a graphic designer by trade. Well, a graphic designer, you know, a digital designer, all kinds of design. We do brand engineering, uh, take people from logo to website and everything in between. And we also recently started another business, so we are quite busy in that space. I'm a mother of two, uh, two young girls, and what else? Now I'm an author, and I recently started pursuing the dream that God has placed in my heart for such a long time to, yeah, to start recording my music and just getting His love and and joy out there. It seems joy is something that you're aware of in life. Does that make you like the personality, a kind of bubbly kind of person? Yeah, I'm a little bit. I always say I'm I'm a helium balloon. <laughs> I'm like a helium balloon. <laughs> and my husband is like a rock and he just says, come, come back, come back. <laughs> I just want to do everything and anything that I think of. And he just keeps me grounded. But I, I am a very bubbly person. I think for the longest time in my life, I really was seeking joy. I only recently kind of realized that that's the name that God gave me um, with a promise. So Letitia K means pure joy. And yeah, for a very long time in my life, I actually wanted to change my name because I, I didn't feel that joy that he promised me. Although I'm a bubbly person and you'll always see me smiling, I always had that cloud over my head which is now lifted and that is why I wrote the book so just um, what God came to do in my life uh, you know, he lifted that cloud and he really came to speak to my heart and he, he came to make me whole and now I'm living in that promise of um, of him giving me pure joy. That's something that people don't recognize or don't if you're not if you're not that kind of person, you actually don't recognize it because they see the smile on your face. But people don't realize sometimes that if you've got that personality, that as much as you've got the highs, you've got the lows as well. And your joy sometimes is even a coping mechanism that you smile when you're yes. sad. You, it's, like, it's, you're, it's like show business. You laugh when you're feeling yeah. down. It's, it's, I think it's, it's like a, a mask sometimes. Exactly, exactly. Yes. But you have to realize that in the first place to recognize that there's a difference between the mask and God's actual joy, isn't it? Absolutely. That is so well said, yes. So how then did God get through to you? Sure, Janine. I think I, I need to tell you a little bit about my story to to kind of get that point across. And there is so much that, that happened. That's why I wrote a book about it <laughs> in my life. Um, but I think the crux of it is I, as a little girl, I was sexualized really, really early. And that became kind of 
a way of living for me and a um, a game to me um, at the age of six years old. And going mm. from there, I, I didn't really know what I was doing and I didn't know how to stop. I didn't know how to speak up and I didn't know I had to. And that became, um, like I said, a game to me. I was the first to kiss a boy. I was the first to lose my virginity. I, um, I went into, I spiraled into a really dark place. And by the time I was 16, I felt so dirty and, and used and, I just couldn't believe that God could love me. And it went on and on like that. So there's a lot that happened in between. At the age of 21, I decided that this was enough for me. And I found myself in a paradise island. And I one night I was drunk and I swam into the ocean and I decided that's it. And in that moment, God spoke to me sure. and God said, I am not done with you. And from there, I I came back out and I really tried to change my life and I, I tried to change the way that I think about things. And God had to really come and love me back. And he, he spoke over and over and over me. Now there is no more condemnation because that, I think, is the thing that tripped me up was I didn't believe that I could be loved, mm. even though he had all the love in the world for me, even, you know, like bigger than the world for me. And I couldn't believe it. And that moment where I decided, you know what, I'm going to believe him. That's where everything changed for me. And that's where I decided I'm going to choose joy. And uh, just quickly after that, I think um, now I was kind of secure in who God was in my life. And I, I could go on and I could live my life. And then a bad thing after bad thing after bad thing happened. My mom died of cancer. My dad died of cancer. They gave me an 85% chance of getting breast cancer. I had a traumatic birth of my child. I had two miscarriages. I had um, yeah. I had to get a hysterectomy. I had to get a double mastectomy. I had operation after operation. I lost my parents. I, it was just a lot. But... Now I could handle all of that in a completely different way because I had peace in my heart and God really guided me through all of that. And he came to show me that there's still joy and you can still choose to keep your joy throughout all of that. So, yeah, so it's it's quite a quite a story, but he, he really came to restore and now I live in more joy than before all of those things. So it's kind of a strange, mm. <laughs> a strange thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because now it's real. Yeah. I must say, I'm listening to your story. Um, also, because you are an artist, besides being an yeah. author, um, being an artist, a worship leader, and the digital space as well, um, being an artist who creates the whole time, that's putting yourself out there. It's a very vulnerable place to be, um, especially very. when the lie over you, like over so many women, actually people in general, is that you're not good enough. That's what steals your yeah. joy is the fact that you put yourself out there and then other people have to decide whether they like your voice, like what you have to write, like what you've created. Um, and the way that exactly. you're wired as well is that you do react to other people's opinions. It's how you're wired. Yeah. It's not even people pleasing. It's, it's so that you can create better in the future. But if the lie in the past was you're not good enough, then it's 
literally mm-hmm. a miracle that God could get you, can, can convince your inner being enough that he's got you, that you are good enough because he made you, that he's not done with you, huh? Yeah, I I absolutely agree with that. It's an it's an incredible miracle because a lot of people can't get out of that hole, and I I thank God every day that He came and changed my life around. And I think, yeah, it's amazing. I I really had to put in the work. I think that's the thing that people don't understand always is that it doesn't necessarily happen in a mo. He does those miracles mm. where. Like in that moment, he can change your whole life around and everything is just different. By exception. But for me, yeah. <laughs> mm, but for me it, took, it took a little bit of time and it took me to do the work. I had to really warfare for, for that joy and I really had to go and seek him in a new way and learn how to get to know his heart. And, you know, so I think it wasn't a, a, a thing of just sitting back and enjoying the ride. But I also want to, on that point, I also want to say, I think being a creative and that being not a good enough, that was a factor for me for so long. And God really had to come and work in my heart for a few years. And if I if I started recording and doing all of these and putting myself out there in this way 10 years ago, which I did a little bit, but I didn't. You know, I didn't feel it in my in my guts that mm. much. Um, I think I would have burned out much quicker. So he really came and protected me um, in in my church setting. He he nurtured me. He really came to love on me, and he told me who I was. And the moment he told me, "Okay, now go," I could just it was just overflowing. It it just came out. I I wrote the book in three months. He gave me so many songs. That I'm just gonna, yeah, just pursue. So <laughs> you got to keep up with I'm God. I'm very excited. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because it's different if you've got the confidence of He's got your back. I mean, the thinness of I'm not good enough yeah. is reflected in your art. You don't do your best when you feel when you feel not good enough. When when someone's yeah. word can break you just like that because yeah. you're that breakable, you know. Um, yeah. But when you know that you know that he not only made you that way, your taste is what he wanted, that you are his taste. I mean, all of that adds to your confidence and, and art done in confidence. There's a flair to it, isn't it? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think now I don't care what people say because I know that's the melodies that God put in my heart. And like it, don't like it. If it touches <laughs> 10 people, I'm happy. But he placed it inside of me, and I feel it's just right to just put it out there. So, yeah, yeah now I couldn't care less. It, two <laughs> years ago, I might have said I might have broken down if you say <laughs> you don't like my song. But it's okay. It's all right. I really don't mind. I can handle it. <laughs> the other thing is, 2 Corinthians says that you become like the one you behold. And that if joy yeah. is a thing that he's tickling you with, you know, it's a thing that you mm. notice in life around you and in yourself, then you've noticed it about God. It's something that, uh, that, uh, that I found is a lack in Christianity, is the joy yeah. of uh, not not um, people do that a whole ne- Nehemia eight one where, where the joy of the Lord is my strength, and they feel like God's got to impart joy, and then you'll be mm-hmm. strong. But if it's the joy of the Lord, if it's His joy that is your strength, mm-hmm. then we need to have a revelation of His joy. And did you have a revelation of His 
joy. Do, do you see it in the Bible and in life? Yeah, I think on that point, I feel like there's a God factor and there's a human factor in 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 that verse where the joy of the Lord is my strength. Mm. I feel like um, yes, he he that's what he wants for you, but you mustn't go make stupid decisions. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So um, in my book, I also say that joy isn't a destination that you just arrive at and now suddenly you just experience joy and you want to skip through the streets every day and, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) things are just hunky-dory. You get the days where you're down and us women have hormones and like there's just so many things that that plays a factor in in this. But I, I just feel like if you if you can make proper decisions and choices every day, if you know you start shaking from coffee, then don't drink coffee. <laughs> if you know um, some people trip you up and uh, isn't good for you, then don't hang out with them. Like there's there's just a few decisions and choices that you can make to just, you know, help help that joy along. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I really feel like God wants to give that to us, but then we mustn't stand in the way of that. Especially when you think about what gives him joy at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, when you read those scriptures, like count it all joy when you go through suffering and you think by yourself that every choice in suffering is worship. When you still choose yeah. to love him and still choose to have faith, it's the joy that was mm-hmm. set before him when he was hanging on the cross, literally, is that we can bring yeah. him joy in any circumstances in life. So that joy is yeah. so much deeper than just happiness, isn't it? Exactly. And I, and I truly think um, God gets so much joy out of um, seeing us make good decisions in our life and actually have a good family you know the other day um my first song that i released is a a love song that i wrote for my husband I and saw my it. kids it's gorgeous yeah and at some stage uh, somebody asked me to sing it at a worship event and i thought um okay but it's it's a little bit strange because it's not a worship song and then god spoke to me and he said but a happy marriage a godly marriage is just as much worship as you singing I mean. song to me oh, wow. and i think yeah and i think that's the that's the important thing. Like everything we do, it brings him so much joy. And if we if we walk in the spirit and we we walk out his word and you know just just love on him and love on those around us, I think really our purpose is we were made by God for God um, and to love God and to love those around us. And then we put our gifting, and then it just makes like magic. Yeah. So I I think he gets so much joy of us just embracing our giftings and then loving everyone around us and just being who we are, being who he made us. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, you've got two daughters. So obviously the joy you find in them must have been a revelation of the joy that you've got the capacity to bring your father. Yeah. I think that for me was, um, was a challenge. I, I, I got my daughters in, in a very hard time. My mother just passed away and, the next year, my my firstborn was born, and it was tough. She uh, she really did bring peace and joy into our family, um, but it was a tough time, and I really had to. That was the start of an eight year, a seven year wilderness experience for me, to be honest. And in that time, I got my two daughters, who is so precious and so beautiful, and I really had to um, work on my mind and my heart so much to just enjoy them. And 
yeah, it was it was a tough time, but I must say, like now they are such a joy to me, and yeah, I really I really love them so much, and they really came to change everything for us. Um, and I think it was also great in that time of wilderness, like th- just these flowers popping up almost in the desert, you know. <laughs> um, so they're so precious. They're six years and four years old, and yeah, they just love life and just love running and just doing doing things. So it's great learning to be a child again, you know, <laughs> just through their eyes. Yeah, and it's fun to have yeah. girls because at the end of the day, it's so. It's fun to dress them and it's fun to yeah. understand their little hearts because you're a girl too, you know, as a, as a parent. Exactly. Sometimes I think, yes, God gets such a kick out of it when at last we now get it. We get how yeah. he feels when he provides something, you know, and when he yeah. opens a door for us and when he shows yeah. us something like you, you notice a sunrise and, and it's a moment between you and God that it's really, really precious. And you really only get that when you become the mother in the situation. and you appreciate that moment so much yeah no absolutely that's so true (laughs) okay let's get to your song because your song has got a stunning video i love how you walk up there in the white background and everything like that it's very dramatic so i thought we got to play this song so people can hear not only can you write not only can you do the worship there at church, but you got like an official song out there. The second one already. Tell me about the song. If we listen to your lyrics now, what do you want us to get? Yeah. So Hold On is a song that I wrote sure, just after I finished my book. To be honest, I, I saw a lady and um, just also doing her art. But at, I know she's going through so much. and I And I saw her dancing on stage and... I just, I just knew that God loved her so much, and she's got so, so much passion. But you could see, you know, you could see life was happening to her, and that line I, I just love so much. Day to dance in the, in the light of your lost spotlight. If it was your lost spotlight today, like day to dance in it, you know. Um, and it goes so well with my book. The line, don't you dare give up now, just keeps ringing in my head every time um, things get a little bit tough for me. And I'm like, oh, wow, why would you write a song like this now? Now you can't give up. (laughs) (laughs) But that's exactly why. And that's, I think, what I want people to get out of it is, you know what, hold on just one more day. I think something I learned through my life was if, if I have a bad day, I just need a nap and a snack. You know, I need to eat proper food and then go to bed at night and tomorrow I feel better. So sometimes you just need to get through that day and just through that night and tomorrow is better. So that is, yeah, that is hold on. It's just to say, hold on one more day. Don't you dare give up now and you'll see the road up ahead is free from the troubles you're facing. Yeah. Before we listen to the song, if people want to connect with you, socials, all of mm. that to follow you, where do they go? Yes, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I have a website, letishak.co.za. And K is just, so the thing is with my name, like people don't really know how to spell it. So no, maybe I must just not, spell it. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so it's L A E T I T I A. And then K is just. K A E. That's your I've seen the spellings more the L E A one, not the L A E one. Yeah. If people put in the wrong one, they're not going to get to you. 
I think I've seen about a, a thousand different spellings for it. <laughs> <laughs> and E-A at the end, not I-A at the end. Okay, so, yeah. so we're going to post that for you on Facebook. L-A-E-T-I-T-I-A. And the K is K-A-E. The song is Hold On. We're going to listen to it now. And thanks. Thank you for the music. We truly appreciate it. It's such a pleasure. Thank you so much.